full of wrinkles tonight, y'all. I think I've been sleeping in my clothes, right? Can't believe I dropped my phone. Oh, too far. They use the old foot action to get it. So using your feet, you know you're an old man. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, okay. Enough of that music. For some reason, it makes you want to cry. It's like when you're partying and it's like, doo 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 doo. <laughs> wow. Let's move on from this. It sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? Every Friday evening, tune into radio's hottest talk show, bringing you the realest, little ego in there. With the boldest man on the net. All ego. Lanskerv. Let's be narcissistic tonight. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Lanskerv Show. Folks are like, wait a second, you went the whole weekend and do a show. There's more to life than shows, y'all. But I'm dedicated to this so you know that sleeve, right? Always, always. Even if the sleeve is like halfway up my arm. <laughs> wow. I titled this show, Deception is the Order of the Day While Honesty is Obsolete. I got a little feedback here. Hold on. I got my headphones up too loud. Like that. Yeah. Um, so much is built on deception. And, and it's like, who's honest anymore? It's like people expect you. They expect you to be dishonest. Look at Donald Trump, you know not paying his taxes and saying a smart business and he's the president. So as above goes below. I'm screwed. I'm going to get locked up. But deception is the order of the day while honesty is obsolete. And it's not fair, but that's just the way it is. Three things tonight. Three things. Can I remember these three things? One, three. Yes. The first one I want to speak about on the level of deception. I'm not going to blow up what I've heard. It came from a reputable source. Um, and I'm saying too much by saying it this way. Uh, a pastor was spotted. Store, because it would give it away even more. Drugstore. There's only but a handful, right? Um, by someone I know. And they didn't want to put it out there like that. So they put it out there, but I'm not going to go any further and say who it is and where and what. I'm going to leave a few of the specifics out there, but trust me, this is real. And they were, they spotted the pastor. I, I believe the pastor was on the line, the checkout line. Didn't see, you know, the person he knows. And he had condoms. Right? The pastor had condoms. The pastor's married, but the pastor was purchasing condoms. That that's his business, right? Maybe, maybe, you know, him and his wife, this particular church, practice that type of um situation. You shouldn't have to if you're a pastor who's married and faithful, right? But but what made it even more intriguing and more 
uh, uh, eye-opening was the fact that left went to his car. There was a, a well-known gay prostitute sitting up in his car, waiting for him in these wee hours of the morning. Well, maybe he was being a good Samaritan and giving him a ride home. A prostitute could be a family member. Maybe the pastor was purchasing the condoms because the gay prostitute didn't have condoms and was going to go out there and be a gay prostitute. So he said, listen, I don't want you to risk your life. You don't have condoms. Let me go buy some for you. What do you think it is? What could that be? I mean, really? Are you fooling anybody? I mean, not that you tried to fool anybody, but this is what gets me with these Eddie Long spirited people, right? And I got to make a, another adjustment. My brother Barton, I think I messed something up. I got to do something with that. But um, I'm good. I'm good. This is that with a lot of these guys who are pastors on the down low, it's, it's almost like they get off on the line. They get off on that. They, they enjoy the thrill of almost getting caught. They're brazen with it. The thing behind closed doors and it's like, okay, that's it. R right up under you and, and, and kind of tease you with it. And I don't understand that. I really don't. Um, let me turn this other volume down. I, I really don't understand that. Um, that's part of it. It's like, it's like the pastor who was messing around in Tallahassee, the wife, the, the, the wife and husband are both church members, but the husband wasn't there. The wife was um, home and they're supposed to be talking business. The pastor came over. The husband wasn't there. The wife was supposed to go pick up the son, but they're having sex in the daughter's bedroom. And she forgot to pick up the son. It's almost like about violating. There's a thrill to violating. I'm in her house. She's a member of my church. She's also a member of my church. What's going on? I'm inside his wife on their daughter's bed, and we're both nude, and we're doing it. It's not about a quick nut. It's not about an orgasm. It's not about a fling. It's beyond that. This is about violation. And, and often situations in my life like that. And I caught myself. I'm like, this isn't just about doing this. This is about violation. I don't really dig myself now. But some people keep going on with it. And they like that. It has to be decadent. It just can't be something simple and pure. Not that that scenario is pure, but it just can't be something, hey, this is what it is. If you're a pastor and you're doing these things, why the hell don't you just step down? And you even have, I don't believe you have to tell the reasons. Like, listen, I'm not fit for this. I can't, I can't do this with the things that I'm tempted to do or the things that I'm involved in. Somebody who has that position a lot more than them getting caught. And when they're caught, here they come with the crocodile tears. It doesn't make any sense to me. You're just sorry you got caught. Who steps down these days?
This guy's not stepping down, but he got the warning of someone seeing him. See, I'm not trying to be a preacher, right? But I'm just saying that before you get caught, I'm sounding like Brother Holler now. For real, for real? <laughs> but before you get caught, you can say God, you can say creation, you can say the universe. It lets you know, like, you know, I got your number. Somebody saw you. Oh, but next time may not be. There's another one I want to speak about. I get a lot of stuff on the bus. I overhear a lot of stuff and people bring me information. So I'm going to be very careful how I say this one. I'm not here to put out people's business, but look, why do we have to sit here and tiptoe when somebody else is doing dirt? You're doing the dirt. I'm not saying you, but you're doing the dirt. And I got to sit here and be shamed and, oh, I got to be. No, you're doing it. You be careful. I'm not doing it. You, you're doing it. And they depend on you being this way, and that empowers them to continue doing what they're doing. Isn't that something? So you're like, you're like the warm golf waters. Golf. What am I saying? Golf. Like I'm swinging a, you know, puck. Um, puck. That's hockey. Oh, it's late. What is it? About 2.55? Excuse me, people. <laughs> I don't play sports anyway. Just boxing and bodybuilding. But um, like Hurricane Katrina. I think it entered the, the Gulf as a category one or two, right? Um, once it passed Florida, the tip end of Florida, between Florida and Cuba, those warm waters, it picked up speed. And so we're like those warm waters because we, we, we give power to these pastors who are doing the dirt. And, and, and when they see that we're too timid to call them out on their mess, they get a thrill from that. They know it's okay. They're not going to say anything. <laughs> they know of our decadence now. I mean, that's the only way I can explain it. Here's another one. But there was a debate before I move on. Not a debate, but on Facebook, there was a conversation about like what should be done. Should we say anything? Should we not say anything? Is what it is. What can I say? Um, just tonight, a dear friend of mine did an update on the situation. An ongoing situation where there's a man who is, is kind of messing around with his wife. Right? Um, he's a good provider. He's just not faithful. Never had, never will. And this particular gentleman had a really, I'm not going to say what it is because it might be too specific, and I'm not trying to blow anybody up. We're talk just consider this a theoretical, but it's real. This person, this person had a real, really, really close call with death about two months ago. I mean, it was a surgery performed. They, they don't get on the internet anyway. Open heart surgery. So this dude was like real brazen with what he was doing. He was downright, he wasn't like, there's different levels of it. It is what it is. Okay, we agree on that. But there's different levels of this thing, right? Where some people go in like a crackhead. They don't say, you know, hey, I got to back off from this. Or 
once you lose, um, what's going on with the computer? Now, earlier, I was online and it shut down the internet. So I don't know what that is. So this cuts off. It is what it is. But some people, they're so far gone, they'll never change. Like, here's a weird analogy, right? You're up in, you ever see when the, when, the, when the astronaut, right? He's out in space floating outside the ship. And he has that lifeline. It's a lifeline connected from him over to the ship. Right? And he's floating around, but he has this lifeline and he can kind of hold on to it too to pull himself back to the ship. Well, that's a person who might be dipping their foot in the water of, of their infidelities and their philandering, right? But some people... They go so far out into space with their cheating and their decadence. Even if it's not cheating, it could be some different type of decadence that the lifeline pops, boom. And here they go floating off into space and they can't ever come back. The spaceship can't do anything. The people on the spaceship, it's like, oh man, Charlie, he's screwed. And he's just floating. He gotta, he's going to be hungry on himself, urinating on himself, and he's just going to float out into space until he dies. He's going to float out there and fall asleep, wake up. No, there's no coming back. And for this gentleman to have open heart surgery and, and get a scare like that to say, you know what, I need to cool out. From what I'm hearing, homeboy is down in it even more in the church. Came to the church symbolically, but he's like, hmm, when I get out of here, I got something good and warm and wet and hairy and hot waiting for me. Deception is the order of the day. Honesty is obsolete. Deception is the order of the day. Nobody expects you to be honest anymore. It, it, this world is so twisted with this deception that even when you're honest, Folks are looking at you like, you sure you're telling the truth? For real, that's what it is. I try to be very honest, and people think I'm lying all the time until they find out. Used to being lied to. It's almost like what Mike Tyson said years ago. I, I couldn't remember the interview, but he was talking about women not loving him. It was one of his little introspective kind of, but dark interviews. And he, he, he said that he would tell Tell, tell me you love me. Lie to me and tell me you love me and make me believe it. Listen to that statement. Lie to me. Just lie to me. I know you're lying. Lie. But tell me you love me so I could see what it feels like, right? Who is this hitting me? Oh, that's, a, that's an update. So I could see what it feels like. I'm with you on the lie. Because I'm going I'm to try to block out the fact that this is a lie. So when you say, Mike, I love you, I could be like, wow. So, so you both are going in on a deception. And that happens a lot, too. We have um, co-conspirators in deception. Whole households. Everybody knows the truth. Families. And they still ignore it like, this. We're all going to tiptoe around that elephant in the living room until somebody comes up in there and doesn't know the rules, like, like a new in-law 
or somebody who marries into the family that doesn't know the hidden dysfunctions. And they're now the bull in the china shop. They're stepping in places and what, what's wrong with that situation? And now you become the troublemaker. But that's, a, that's another topic, a show we're going to do. And um, as to Nicole for not having that show about spirituality this Saturday, like I said I was going to do, because um, Comcast was screwing up and it didn't allow me to do so, right? So I did a couple of other things. And I want to do a little short little rants also. Um, I wanted to speak about it. I said it was like about three things, right? Because I'm not going to stay on too long. If anybody wants to call in, 888-575-3769. I know I did not schedule this show, so I don't expect anybody to really call in. If you do, you do. Um, the other, and let me check on this before I even mention it, because, yes, this is going to take a long time. This is going to take a long time. I got the footage, not on this one, but on something like this, right out of my camera, my beautiful camera. <laughs> I got it. It's in the computer that's changing over now. I got it. Um, I saw, I, I don't, don't be offended when I say it this way. I'm just saying it the street way. I saw a crackhead. We know he's God's child. We know that, you know, he's somebody's son. Uh, he has a mother and a father, and he mentioned them. But at, when I started working in corrections down here back in 2001, when I first came down, he was um, this gentleman, Felipe. He put his name out there. He's a child prodigy. I was talking about him. He's locked up back and forth the times a few years that I worked there. And driving the bus, I see him in the street. And I said, man, that would be a hell of a story to sit down and talk with him about what he's going through in life. And um, he could be annoying sometimes because he doesn't remember me. He'd get on the bus and act like he's not paying. And I got to strong, strong arm him verbally, you know. But I know he's a good kid under all of that. He's, what, 35 years old? So I got like 18 years on him. Uh, April, it'll be 19 years on him. Uh, but he's living a rough life and he's not really made for the streets, but he kind of adapted to the streets, which that's not a good thing. That's not something that anybody should have to do, but yeah, man, this thing is at 7% and it says time remaining 12 hours, 39 minutes and 29 seconds, 12 hours. Nah, I won't even be here. So I'm screwed. Let's just pray that this thing speeds up so I can get this thing done. Right. Um, so I'm bringing my bus back in because I pick up a bus that's already in progress and I'm the last one to have it. So I got to bring it back in, you know, to bring it back, you know, so I can go back to my car and come on home. Because I'm always spotting him and he's always gone. It was really, really things that he said, touching things. He said some far out things too about smoking crack. Well, anyway, I dropped the bus. I said, you know what? with me for, for nights like this i said i'm gonna fly back down to the intersection there's no way that the 10 minutes it takes me to drop the bus and turn around punch out and come back all gone because he's out in the corner begging trying to get that next hit right so 
on the intersection and I saw him. There he is. We're going to get this. Because see, I know him. I've talked to him for hours on end in the jail when I worked there. His face and his expressions and everything with you. Plus, we don't know. You know, you're in the street. You don't know what can happen. You might not be here tomorrow. I mean, hey, I'm not in the street. Maybe I won't be here tomorrow. But you raise, you raise the odds against yourself when you live that way. I'm not going to tell everything. He spoke to me about why he feels there are demonic forces in his life. I told him, I said, listen, man, I know you. You don't re remember me, but I know you. So don't lie. Uh, performing oral sex on strangers for money. He spoke about how he gets high, where he gets high. When he talked about masturbating himself. Well, you, you can't call it masturbating, but um, I'm telling it, but to hear him say it, he took a plunger when he was like 13, 12 years old. He used to backside until it was bloody. This is gory stuff. And he, would, he, he wanted Satan to be the one doing it to him. And he feels that he opened up a portal in his life to allow demonic forces in. Because this was a regular thing he was doing. I said, man, were you ever molested? He said, nope. Um, I'm not going to tell that much more. It's a child prodigy where they say, when I worked in the jail, the folks who live down here in Orlando and know of him and know him before he got into the drugs, that this guy could play any instrument this guy could sing his backside off. I got him to sing too. His voice is gone. His voice is gone. But you can tell, because I had this same camera, y'all. I keep it with me for you guys so you can see what I see. You know? And um, he put it down. And, and, and it was ironic, the type of song that he sung about being protected from the evil forces of the world and rise above, but it was in contrast to his life and just as a crackhead. And I did say that in the beginning of when I mentioned it. He's not that. I understand. It is what it is. Wow. He was trespassed from that particular Wawa, the gas station, for those who don't know what Wawa is, W-A-W-A. For those listening, where else is Wawa? I mean, we have it here in Florida. Where else in the country is it? Let me know. Whatever state you're in, let me know if you have a Wawa. They kind of ran 7-Eleven out of the way. Whenever a Wawa starts to build, it's like 7-Eleven just like, oh, I'm out of here. I can't compete. <laughs> Let's cut our losses, right? But I was to decide, and he was afraid when he saw the cops buzzing around. But they saw me with the camera, and I know a lot of them know me. And they know it wasn't any funny business going on, so they didn't bother him. You know, that would have been some hellified footage. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, was, it was sad. And, and I told him, I said, listen, man, I'm, I'm going to give you a couple bucks for your time, even though I know where the bucks are going to go to. And try to, you know, hop in the car. Oh, I'm gone now. I wouldn't do that to anybody. But I just asked everybody to pray for him. In the video, I did. And we got raw. We got raw. We, we talked. 
And I think it's about a good 20 minutes, maybe 30, maybe 15, but it was timeless for me because when I was holding the camera and the light was in his face, and what he was saying, I was into it. Not the decadent parts, but this man is opening up a part of his soul. And um, he still has his family support. He's living somewhere. He's got to be because he's been out there too long. When you don't have support and you're on drugs and you're in the street begging money, quick. So something's holding him up. But I just thought that was very interesting. So when, when the opportunity, because, you know, somebody might want to gank me for my camera and stuff. I got, the, I got all the hookups and everything. So um, I got to be careful, too. You know, the car had pulled up and they just slowed down behind tinted windows. And I was like, okay, what's this? But people are curious, too, when they see a really nice setup and somebody time on Orange Blossom Trail. Down the block, you got two gay clubs. You got gay prostitutes out there. You got regular prostitutes out there. You got alien prostitutes out there. I don't know what some of these people are. These people think they're buying when they buy them because you don't know what you'll find between their legs when you get them in your car. See something hanging like this. Like, what is this? <laughs> you don't know. It's like, what the heck? I mean, I see this all day. But um, yes, deception is the order of the day. And I have to applaud him for being very honest. Sometimes we have to fall before we're honest with ourselves and honest, you know, with our situation. Because the only way to come up out of it is to face it and be honest. But there's so much deception in the world right now. And um, people lie just to lie. You know, I was speaking to someone earlier. I told you I was going to talk about this, right? <laughs> I was speaking to someone earlier about, um, you know, they were assisting someone with um, a personal business matter. And as they went through the whole process of questioning to find out where they stood, you know, all this 30 minutes or 40 or hour that we've been talking, but it's a waste of time because if I told you this part early on, we had no reason to sit down. So in business, even, even there was a situation where this young lady I know was about to get married to this guy. And he was trying to be honest and transparent about everything in his life. Wouldn't you believe that they got married, but they went to purchase a car or some furniture or a home or something? Okay, what's going on with this computer? Let's just hope it doesn't stop my, um, we're good. Still 12 hours, but we're good. <laughs> I just wish I had more time. This means that I'm not going to be able to get that video up 24 hours from now, because when it's ready, I won't be here. Trust me, it's going to be good. And maybe by then I'll get another one. But um, yeah, they went to have their credit run the background, the credit and everything, because we're going to make a purchase. I forgot what exactly what the purchase was going to be, but so to run the credit for her, boom, you know, they did it separately than together, whatever, but she went first and everything was fine. You know, a little, little blotch here, but oh, we could work with this. Uh, that's no problem. Is 
all this all this paperwork kept coming out of the, uh, out of the, the fax machine. Like what the hell? Filling up, and it was like going to swallow them up. <laughs> and I'm like, it was like he owed so much, and his credit was so jacked up, and he was behind in his child support, and and his situation was just a total wreck. And he made no mention of that. He said his credit was just fine. Deception is the order of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, you got some scheming women out here. Ladies, you got some scheming men out here. Lesbians, you got some scheming lesbians out here. <laughs> Bati boys, you got some. I'm just playing, y'all. Um, it's pathetic. Before you get with anybody, before you even get to that next level, don't even get married to them. Don't even get, live with them. Don't even, don't even damn date them. I mean, if you know you want to take it to the next level, that sounds funny. It's going to get, it's going to get financial. You in the bed like, yeah, right now, baby, cut those lights out. We about to get financial. <laughs> we get sexual before we get financial. I think it should be the other way around. In Imagine, ladies, right? And I mean, this goes both ways, but I'm saying it to the ladies because I'm a man. Imagine, like, in the dating process, you say, listen, I want you and you want me. But if you want this, you're going to have to have at least a 700 credit score. You'll have some guys hitting up TransUnion and and all the other credit reported agencies like crazy. Yeah, you know, not to get nasty, but yeah, I'm gonna get nasty. What time is it now? 3.15 in the morning? So you get intimate with the guy and you're performing oral sex on him. Don't let him finish. Just be like, if you want more, you're gonna have to have a 700 credit score. <laughs> Those will be some hard working bill paying uh, uh, brothers, trust me. I owe you $2,000 from six years ago. I want to pay it. <laughs> some, uh, there'll be some happy creditors out there. Crazy. People lie so much now, and, and, and we don't inquire. Many of us men, many, many, of, many women, they don't inquire because it feels so good to have a man or a woman next to us glowy, lovey-dovey, you know, like they say, love don't pay the bills. Love don't pay the bills. Have love, but make sure you have stability and security because I know for a fact that women want security. Some men who are about, uh, who are about nothing about that life, right? Oh, man, she's just a gold digger. Yes, you have gold diggers out here. Trust me, you have gold diggers out here. They get gold diggers on my bus. I don't even know them. How you doing, bus driver? I'm like, huh? Who are you? Don't you see this? Take you out. I'll take you out down to the next bus stop. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's like people are just trying to get over. Like relationships are disposable now. It's no long-term thing where we're going to vibe for a long time until the wheels run off. Things don't last forever, but 
Folks these days don't expect things to last like two or three days. Why is it like that? Is it Facebook's fault? Is it social media's fault? Files. Click, 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 click. Oh, look at her. Ooh, click on, click on her. I know dudes that have Facebook parties. Click through profiles. If you don't do it, I will. She answered you. She added you. You know, it's crazy. Deception is the order of the day. Honesty, you just feel like a fool, and you feel sometimes like nobody believes you anyway because they think you're down with the deception. Decepticons. Decepticons. What is that from the cartoon back from the uh, from the 80s, right? <laughs> Google the Negro. That's what you should do. We do that anyway, you know? Google the Negro. Last time I said that, I didn't say it so kind. I said the N-word. Can I say it? Can I say it? It sounds funny when you say it that way. Google a nigga. When in doubt, Google a nigga. And Google is a woman's best friend. Google is a man's best friend. Find out that full name. Find out that middle name and just Google it. It'll throw throw you in the right direction. Because you start pulling up mug shots. Is anything wrong with you know, sometimes things happen and, and that's just the system. That's just how it is. But I mean, things start popping up, you know, Google the nigga. That's right. Oh, Google a black man. You know what? Check the chat room. I'm just thinking y'all guys are great. Yeah. E. Leon, the booty hole is, is a portal for demonic entities. True. Quazetta, Katrina. Sweetberry, of course, E. Leon, Sir Beasley, <laughs> right? Beasley, that I was, that was in corrections. CIA, Brother Ace, my G. You know, lines are open if you want to pop in because I'm going to end this up soon because we're going to keep this on the regular. Of course, you know, I've been ready to do shows all weekend, but Comcast messed me up. Um, Everything is working fine. Everything's good. We're going to keep doing this. But Mrs. Skirg also said, listen, don't burn yourself out because you've been doing a lot. We've been doing a lot off um, things. Some things we just don't put out there, right? But um, that Kirk Franklin video that I did is getting a lot of responses. And um, it touched a nerve in that little red skirt. Some people got crazy with me. How do you know it's a skirt? Just because it's so-and-so. Come on, man. That was a skirt. You know, you say it's a skirt. That's what it is. You know, it's crazy. Uh, Corzetta, keep them Instagram pictures coming. <laughs> do the different lipsticks and stuff. You know, you just, you got that thing going on, you know? Um, Gonna take some suggestions for shows. We're gonna run them all through this week. We're gonna do some stuff this weekend. I do definitely want to do that demonic spiritual portal plunger, demonic demon type, whatever the shadow people, the things you see at the corner of your eye. And again, we have gonna do, and I was supposed to do the um, graphics for it. Two o'clock Saturday, two o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Have a couple of musical artists here, but it's gonna be around the table, so I got to pull this camera back, and we're going to do something that night. I'm going to blitz it this weekend, y'all. 
I'm a blitzer, so I'm going to hold back a little bit and reserve my butt in the bed because I did, I thought I would be able to, to do something with this video, but um, it's taking a sweet time because with these 4K cameras, these are some large files. That's why everything comes out so clear. Five, 4K, right? So that's part of it. You can do and just throw up or you're doing a screen capture, you throw it up. So this is going to be right live in living color right there. As many night videos as I possibly can. Um, yes, Katrina, send them to me, right? Text them to me or even send it to me by email. The email, scurvmedia, um, scurvmedia at gmail.com. Let me put it back into the chat room right now. Let me see. I have a whole lot of other emails, but this is the one that I checked. And we're going to do it. Now, if you give us a show topic now, I want you to call in. Here's a show topic. I'm going to throw it at you and I'm going to hide. No. I want you to call in. If you can, it's okay. And I will talk about anything. Now, you know old Scurve is not afraid to talk about anything. Uh-oh. Somebody called in. Let's see who it is. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, Brother Najee. Hey, what's going on? Now, you, you, uh, I wasn't going to call in, but when you talked about the old uh, the trust thing, man. That's Talk to me about it. Tell me about it. The cross that it's like, uh, you know, I, a lot of women that I meet, it's just kind of like they just automatically look for the lock. So it's yeah, kind of, uh, yeah. So you know, it's it's you know, it's kind of like you damned if you do, you know, you damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. Just so they 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 automatically just like, all right, come on, you know, uh, but come on and lie to me. You know, so well, you know, not even, you know, I'm not even covered like that. A lot, a lot of guys fall into place with that because you know they're trained to be that way. A lot of these women, it and and a lot of guys are tricking off. And and I'm not saying that you're not supposed to do something for a young lady that you get close to, but it's almost like an exchange immediately. Like, okay, around, give me the money, buy me stuff, I'll give you this. I mean, it's like so cold. I mean, I, I see it every day. I hear it every day. You know? Yeah, no, you're right. It's just like everybody's trying to like either uh, trying to game you before you, before you game them or, you know, they're coming in the game really not trying to uh, give. And when I say give, I'm not talking about monetarily. I mean, right. you know, this this, time, this this your time, you know, this. I mean, time, compassion, um, just to build a bond. Right. So it's just kind of like everybody is trying to, you know, let me see what I can get out of her. Um, I, it was a situation I went through because, you know, I have a, I have a condo. Mm -hmm. And I have, um, you know, I have, a, I have a roommate, a condo. So I was just saying right. that, uh, he said, you know, listen, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm about to get rid of the condo. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start renting. Right. But. We had we had a mutual friend, mm -hmm. so you know she she goes down this whole gauntlet and she's a control. She's the, the woman also had characteristics of being a control freak. Um, yeah, really controlling. So um, she you know she thought I was lying about owning the condo. And, and, and honestly, I don't really have to prove anything to nobody, but it kind of struck a nerve. Right. So you know, eventually, you know, we we we. we we trying to cut ties, but it struck a nerve so bad that I... You're, you're, like, you're not able to... 
own something and, and you drive a nice car, you have your place, you have your business, you have <clears throat> work that you do, man. Why, why not? And I hate that too, because it's like almost a shock to realize that, that, that you've accomplished something and, and like you're not supposed to have it. Like, okay. And then when they see that you have, I mean, why shouldn't you? You live clean. And then when they see that you have, it's like, okay, let's see what I can get out of this whole situation. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and I'm not somebody, just like when you talked about the whole gold digging thing, uh, I'm not one to uh, say that a woman is a gold digger because she's looking for security. Right, right. You know, I mean, I think that, she, you know, as a man, and, and if you're basically, if you're not jiving a woman, if you're really trying to build something, something to the state. Like, right. You, can't, you know, I mean, that's just, the, you know, that's just a given. Right. But you you know, but at the same time, like I was saying with this woman, and everything consists of uh, like one of my one of the things that that gets me if I'm if I'm I'm out with a woman or I'm talking to a woman, and everything is about where we're going, what we're doing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so how many how many dates we gonna go on? Right. You know like so, it's, it's some it's some times where I just wanna you know I just wanna chill. You know. So yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's really hard. It's really, you know, it's really hard. It's a lot of wounded people. Stuff that we're also dealing with our own wounds and our own insecurities. Exactly. But so it's a different. It's a difference when you're a person that acknowledge. Like, I, right, you know what? I need. I need some work done with myself. People that don't know they need work done and they're coming in the game wounded. You know, it, it's real. You know, it's real difficult. Uh, related. Try to hide those wounds, though. That's the thing. They try to hide the wounds. They're reacting off of the wounds. They're, they're, they're being pushed because of those wounds. And you have to bear the weight of those wounds. You have to bear the weight of that whole thing. And that's not right. I mean, I mean, and some of these, this is not about bashing women. I have to just officially say that because somebody is going to get in there and be like, oh, you're bashing women. No, because we can, this goes for men also who have accomplished something. We're just men talking it this way. We can't go through every single category and say, well, there's lesbians and there's transvestites and, and there's this and there's that and there's, you know, hermaphrodites and human nature. But that whole gold digger thing, they don't expect relationships to last long, these types of women, right? Um, they're operating from a place of hurt. And like we said, they're trying to get something. I had a young lady today, casual, friendly, person and trying to throw some at me i'm gonna I'm put it i'm not gonna put a name out there i know you're married so so and so 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 why are you always trying to flirt at flirt at me not with me because i'm not doing it with her she's flirting at me like flirt flirt throwing it at me and i'm not reacting like when little kids would take little uh, uh, uh the paper off of the, the straw and ball it up and throw it as spitballs i didn't get mad like ah get away she's sitting here like Oh, um, I gotta get a I gotta get a thirty day pass bus pass. Can you get me one? And I'm like, well, you can get it downtown. I said, no, I don't get discounts. Well, can you get me one? I'm like, I'm on a budget. When I get my money, we both sit down and we budget things out. We do what we have to do with our money with our money. And she caught an attitude. 
well, well, can you get me a single pass? With a single pass, you snatch it and you put it to the side. You know, I'm, I'm not going to jeopardize my job. For what? Because it's cleavage exploding. I'm going to go out because of breasts. That's pretty much a, a, a public uh, uh, receptacle. Who, who else been up in that? Not that somebody has to be a virgin married to approach me, but I'm already taken. You going out for a bus pass? You work a job? And you want to give me some booty because of a bus pass? Is things that bad? Bus pass booty? I thought it was bad up in New York, man. We had a crackhead that um, they used to nickname Liberty Avenue. They used to call her Liberty, the Liberty Lip because anybody can get with her. Her prices plunged so low. The more ragged she got, the more addicted she got, I heard she was going for a dollar. And they had this uh, reggae song. And, um, you know, I'm always changing around the music. It was... So I was like, Liberty Lippe, she'll slob your knob for a dollar. <laughs> I wasn't making fun of her, but God, dog, how low can you go down the slippery slope? Makes you wonder. Yeah. It, it definitely makes you do wonder. Mm-hmm. I got some serious itchy ears tonight. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, okay, Najee, you know, you know you're a target. You're a huge target. Yeah, you know what? But I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Like, I don't, you know, um, I'm out of the stage. I'm not, I'm not really, I try not to be really too judgmental. I mean, when it comes to people and I just, I just, I just basically treat people how they treat me. And uh, as far as like, if somebody was to tune in and say, Oh, here they go beating up on women. Well, well, every people need to stop being so sensitive with men. So just take it as if you're coming from a male's perspective. That's right. Like if I go on a YouTube station and I, and I listen about a YouTube channel, and, you know, she's basically coming from a woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so I got a first thing I do is I listen to the whole conversation. Yeah. A lot of times people keep trigger words and, oh, 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 you know, they, you know, they go off. And, um, you know, just like when I was, uh, you know, because I only see this on YouTube. I really don't. Uh, YouTube is a sick place, man. Yeah, YouTube is. It's YouTube and Facebook are sick places. I'm telling you. The people that, uh, you know, that, that normally wouldn't have an ear. And, and, you know, they they can go on YouTube and they can just talk unchallenged and just whatever out there. But even yeah. when, like I said, with, this whole, with the whole gender thing, you know, the black woman, black man thing redundant it's like come on now like you know yeah it's like yeah you know, we, we, we i mean at the end of the day like i was i was i was i was typing in the comment section because this sister was just basically saying how you know you know black men need to step up to the plate and you know the whole patriarchy argument <laughs> but I, I said listen but you know sister i said uh, i said a lot of sisters and when i typed in i said a lot of sisters y'all come from a place that y'all think that y'all can make it by yourselves. Meaning that if you're in a war, of course you gotta understand that the male, the man is gonna be attacked first. Mm -hmm. And after the collapse of the man, it's gonna come you. So a lot of them don't wanna hear that though. With, 
get to a place where you think that, you know, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm a degree woman, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and these men, they're not doing this, and it makes your self-esteem go up because once the fall of the man, after that is going to come the woman. So right. you can't really think that. If, if, if you believe in that ideology that, you know, there is a system targeting your men, once they're done with the man, you're done. Right. So I don't, I don't, so I They just have a little extra time before it comes around to them. But, exactly. but we're one. And our unity, our unity is a threat to, the, to that oppressive system. It's a part and uses us as spare parts to enhance their life. They're so busy getting, getting position and getting this, and it's almost like the American dollar, nothing's backing it up. It's sad to me because, because some, of the, some of these same women, the clock is working, the clock is ticking. And, and I, I, I've seen so many, and I saw this, somebody wrote this, they call them bitter bunnies, and I'm, I'm gonna be using it a lot, because they talk about how they don't need a man, don't want a man, but all they do is talk about men. So what's up with that? I mean, okay, it's natural. You're a woman, you're gonna want a man if you're into men. This is 2017, I had to say that. But each other, y'all, so you can't get away from it. Like Teddy Pendergrass, you can't hide from yourself. Self. And now you have your home, you have your car, you have your retirement, and you have your cats, and you're sitting there like, duh, I think I need something else. And you try to douse yourself in other things. We took this cruise, and we did this, and I bought another car, and I bought uh, upgraded this, and more pocketbooks, and more heels, and more this and this and that. But at the core, and I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about because I'm going to tell you something. Who ride here in the chat room and beyond, right? There's some troopers. Did you have to be here all the time? I'm just saying it this way from experience. 2012. I just put up a few pictures of of my wedding, me and Mrs. Scurve. Nice picture. We had professional photographers there. They caught, I mean, it was something. There were some really great shots. Blessed to have it that way. Wouldn't you know I had about immediately, silently, 40 women who were friends of mine on Facebook. Half of them I knew face-to-face. -face. The other half I met them on Facebook. We pretty, they unfriended me. All within a three-day period. I do. And it hit me. They don't like that. That it's um okay. What what did I do here? Okay, it's my headphone that went out. <laughs> I thought everything would blank. They didn't like that. Um, all single women, no. But those types that are like, huh, I don't have that because you know what? That's something money can't buy. When I went to New York, same thing. Put up a few pictures. Just me and Mr. Scurve in the city, cheek to cheek. All of a sudden, uh, you go to send an email to somebody, you can't get through, you're blocked or unfriended or, or whatever, your instant message or whatever, you know, oh, okay, no problem. And plus with me, 
my stuff rigged. When you unfriend me, you're blocked. So I don't know anyway. We sort of say bang, bang. Um, the emotional investment in Facebook where you're seeing things that you normally couldn't see. You're hating on people that you don't even know. There's a young lady who is a blogger and a YouTuber. Um, she's into this feminist thing. Beasley, I know you know who it is. And we, we got along fine. After she beat up on me, right? I went into a room one time. I'm not going to say the name. You all know probably who it is, right? And I'm not into the name calling, right? But this is for the whole principle. What? Okay, look, look at me now. My studio door is open. The master bedroom door is open on the other side of the house. If Mrs. Scurve chose to, she can hear every single word I'm saying. So if I say penis, vagina, or dick and pussy, oral sex, come, she's hearing this. Like, what are you talking about? But has she ever done that? I've said words loud. She listens to these shows. She knows what I do. Maybe other people don't. I was up. Now, right now, it's 3.38 Eastern Standard Time. Good morning. I had just got off the plantation. Um, on Facebook as a means of, you know, not having, having to lick a stamp. It's very convenient for me. Right? So I'm talking to folks, and um, I was added into this particular room that this young lady was over. And so they had a discussion, and I joined the discussion, and I wrote an article a couple of years before that, that pertained and fit in with the whole discussion of it there and went to bed. Tonight, went back into that room to see the responses and to continue the conversation and got beat up on. Oh, look at him. He claims on his profile, all this stuff was being said while I was gone. He claims on his profile that he's married, but look at him, two o'clock in the morning, trolling rooms, looking for some P-U-S-S-Y. How do you know he's married? He's not, he's this, he's that. He's like any other man, men, 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 men of this, men of that. That's the deal. I tried to go and say, hey, it's not like that. I get off. I'm, I'm talking sensible. I got off of work. On, not on here looking. Now you're going to tell me what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for nothing like that. This is what I do. I have a blog. Right? Wasn't doing talk shows. I think, I think it was right before I started doing talk shows. Right? And um, I'm an artist. I blog. I do this and that. Take pictures. I, anything creative, you know? leak and, and, and write my name in the snow, whatever it takes. <laughs> but um, they weren't having it. And then after a while, the woman who ran the room and who had this legion of bitter bunnies behind her, said, you know, that was uncalled for. You could have defended me. You kind of know me a little bit more. You could have put a word in for me. Well, you know, and, you know, that's my following and that, that's my persona because I have to have this persona to keep this going. And we, we got along fine. I said, you know what? I'll buy that. It's okay. She's into businesses and stuff and things growing here. No, not weed, Joe. I don't do that, right? Plants and different things. I said, let me send you some. Pam Baker, wherever you are, I'm waiting for you to tell me when to come up and bring you some, right? 
I sent it out to her. She sent me some of her products. We got along fine. And Mrs. Skurve, she unfriended me. Bing! I'm like, what the hell? What is this? Is it that bad? I mean, it's not like I have some perfect life. We have disagreements. We don't have fights. Things. We call it a pain on the wall. You know what I mean? Um, but we don't get all bent up about it. We, we're fully supportive. Right? But people get up on Facebook and get emotional. You know, I've recently experienced seeing some women that I know. They just grab any old joker off the couch or some friend's couch. Come here. Well, what's this all about? Click, 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 click. Now, oh, you're the love of my life now. I found the perfect. I have a man. I have. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's, uh, Les, that's so funny. I, you know what's funny? I, it's funny that you say that. Remember I told you, I, I, I kind of, I, I don't even, I, I, I I probably checked my, I, I deactivated my Facebook. I probably check my, my Instagram now. Right. Probably once or twice a week. Right, right. But it, it's funny. It's funny. Like, you know, I, I see, and it's like, you know, they single, then they met somebody. Right. And then, I, and then, then you can, you can monitor the countdown. Yeah. Yeah. All these pictures, they on vacation, the love of my life. Then you go back on a page and all the pictures are deleted. You don't see it no more. Exactly. It's like, you know, exactly. So my thing is, it's like, you know, are people trying to just relate to each other? It's an image. It's an image, man. Yeah, that their life is full. If your life is full and you're happy, you don't really have to put that on display. Right. And I I went through the same thing you went through. Now, my thing is, with (laughs) with, with, with social media, I'm not really looking that deep into it. So let's yeah, yeah. I'm out on it. I'm out on a date. Like one time, one time I went to a wedding. Old girl, me and a girl. Matter of fact, the one I was previously talking about. Right. Right. You know, we, I invited her to a wedding and we took pictures. Suited down. She looking nice. I, 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 I threw the picture on the internet. It, it wasn't to promote her as my girl. It wasn't to, you know, to make any, you know, to make anybody jealous. I thought we took some real nice pictures and I put them up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's rarely, it's rarely that I'm in a suit. Right, right. You have them, but yeah, it's like me. I'm in a uniform most of the time. When I'm home on the weekend, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt or something. Now, me and Mr. Skirt go somewhere, we'll, we'll, we'll do it up. But, you know, I, what I wear on my shows does not reflect my wardrobe. I've never had a wardrobe like this before. Mrs. Skirt is the reason for it because she'll go something saying hmm that shirt would look nice on him that outfit look nice and i'll come home like you got what stuff i mean well i'm good with a few things but and i don't even wear all these things you know what i mean right yeah so but that's the whole thing but i, I but but it's like i was i mean to, to continue on but that happened to me it was a couple of female friends that i was talking to um they just got distant they wasn't responding no more yeah yeah come on I'm like from an Instagram picture. <laughs> so it, it, it's you know, so it's just like you know, people are basically so empty that they are ba- basically living vicariously here. Yeah. But then you get into the psychology of it. Now you understand yeah. where the uh, where the celebrity worship comes from. You know what I'm saying? You 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 know you you get now. Are, are, are very, very empty, even when they have a lot, you know, even when they have the cars, 
Yeah. The They're not feeling it. They're not enjoying it. But 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 you know what? They need to detox off of something because I mean, even me, even normally, like listen, I drive a bus, right? I have a little side gig. I'm out floors sometime, y'all. That's what it is. Um, I'm doing this. I do a lot more than I let on on Facebook and social media. I do a lot more of other things and activities. I'm not going to give all of that up. Life. But you know what? How many times have you seen me do a show and there's somebody, um, oh, Beasley, what you want to, um, yeah, the link to man. Um, there's a link right there. And, um, if you want to call in, you know the number. Let me put it here again. 888-575-3769. There you go. I'd love to have you call in, brother. But yeah, um, it's like our life is full. And if somebody doesn't think it's full, then to hell with them. I'm not here to prove that, yes, I have this full life. Sometimes I forget to get on Facebook. I do it to keep things going and to keep the dialogue going, but I don't even have a chance to always go on everybody's page. The other thing that gets me is when, yeah, you have to call in. Um, what did you want to do, Beasley? Like, because you can listen here on YouTube, call in. And I mean, I'm, I've seen your number before, Beasley. I mean, I'm, I'm not like that. If you want to call in, call in. You can call in. Yeah, but um, yeah. The other thing, what was it? There's another point I wanted to make. Oh God, I I forgot it. No, you tried. You dropped it. It'll come. Beasley, you messed me up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Call in, Beasley. Well, you get your thought. To, to that thought drops back in your head. Yeah. Another thing, and not just to beat up on women. Mm -hmm. These fellas who who didn't have a a, a productive uh se sexual life twenties. Oh man! Don't you catch the hate from them? And they and they bitter and you know these man social media that all women wants all black women wants thugs. I can relate to the white women. They didn't want me in college. Okay, like you know. And so now they're going to use this platform to get back at that whole thing. I get hate from dudes because of my bodybuilding pictures or the profile picture on my Facebook page. Some dudes are mad at me for that. That ain't you. That's not you. Brush that picture. Nobody gets that cut up. Nobody. You was on steroids. And I got people who. You know what, Lance? Yeah, you look, you look, you look good because I, I still work out. I mean, I'm not that disciplined to get to the point where you are. But I Oh, no, no. I'm not there anymore. I, I haven't touched weights since 1985. You know what I mean? But go in the backyard and do a little work. And it's like, I feel like myself pumping up. And I wanted to get back. But. Um, oh, oh, the link. Oh, 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 Beasley, you want to come on? Oh, okay, I got a link for you. I'm sorry. Um, sorry, right, I found my way. Oh, okay, but oh, I didn't know you. You could have came on on the actual. That's the way everyone else does it. Go ahead. Is there something I? I wasn't holding back. It's just like I, since I don't do it like that that frequently. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, man. But now, now I know we got to get Beasley up on it like that sometime. You know, but um. Get upset over over the photos. Um, they 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 go home and get up on the computer and they're just catching feelings. It's it's crazy. But, but these oh. guys, it, it, it's 
that's, that's the thought I have. Let me say it before. The ones who get mad when you didn't see something. Well, I put it up on my page last week. What do you mean you didn't see it? I don't go on people. I Look, so 5,000 friends on the personal page, right? Um, do I sit there and go through everybody's page like that? They tell it on themselves. They tell it on themselves. But there, but there's some people that that and it's real time consuming. And and you know, I didn't I didn't understand this when I first got on social media, and I would do this, and it was a bad habit, and and I I messed a lot of dates up that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You you get to scrolling, and and you so preoccupied with your phone and. An addiction, but there's some yeah. people that upon hours upon hours they're just scrolling down, scrolling down whole and, weekends, but, you know, their whole weekend. But a lot of people don't do that point on these guys. Mm -hmm. Listen, fellas, if, if, if you didn't have it going on in your earlier years and you was rejected from the ladies and now <laughs> you got it going on, just accept you got it going on now, you know, right? What I mean? it was a but there's, there's so many ways to have it going on that have it going on it may not be in the way you know i mean shape i was broke i was functionally broke i mean i, I worked and made money but i wasn't balling but i had a dope body but but you got but you got these guys who you know that that, that didn't have it going on in high school college but they went through college they work hard they doing good in they thirties and to their forties, but they still harbor that 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 anger and and, and and that that rejection that uh you know women rejected them. All all listen, all sisters, everybody go through phases. This we all do exactly. Everybody go through phases. So sisters do have phases where you know they might not be ready to uh settle down, and that elusive right. mom who's really not too clingy attractive because every sometimes you know sometimes we are attracted to what we can't have men and women yes and just because you know these women rejected you now these women that rejected you did you want these women were you going to wife them or you just wanted them as a play toy you right to be able to have like hunting the sex and move on that's right yeah, so okay you you listen because i listen like i said Growing to myself, I would say into my thirties. I mean, I, I did my, you know, I, I did my thing. I mean, right. I, I mean, uh, I, I, hold I, on, let me understand something. What you're saying? You, I don't know if I'm misunderstanding okay. you, but, but I'm listening to you talk. Go ahead and continue, so I can form okay, the no, question. No, no, Beasley. Let, well, let me just let you know how I got there. We, what I was talking about, because I just happened to be on YouTube, specific channels that deals with this quote-unquote battle with the sexes meaning that <laughs> you have like you, you have one you have you all have that one, shit going on online in a in a nutshell man <laughs> exactly. the racial <laughs> shit and the people yeah, with these that, real that, strong ass attitudes and everything that, yeah, i don't buy into it and i don't get into the discussions because they're really not that enlightening it's not it, it, they're I mean, an awful lot of baggage it, people yeah, carry an awful lot of baggage but for every reason I'm seeing that. I don't know. I just, I just think that's their problem. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that, Beasley, and and that's why, like me personally, I'm diversifying with a lot of things. Um, the topics and things we talk to, the people I talk to, I'm gonna be strong who I am. But, facts, man. Some of these people are nutcases. Seriously, straight up. Me? 
Huh? You know what? Even if they're not nuts, mm-hmm. some of them can mean well. They're just not very sophisticated. Right. For instance. Right. Black men are like this. Black women are like this. White people are like this. Right. Mexican people are like that. Those blanket statements are the mm-hmm. most ignorant statements in the world. That's right. Because every, every, every situation. You know, there, there's very, any of it, I don't even speak like that. Right. You know, maybe because I've lived in New York, I've lived in Los Angeles. I'm from, I've been around different groups. Right. I, that's right. I understand some of the complexities within an ethnicity mm-hmm. that others don't seem to get. They weren't, they weren't exposed. I mean, they, they weren't exposed to understanding there's more. Um, this is why when I speak, I say some, not all, you know, or in certain situations. But for me to sit here, okay, all, and then go on a rant on that, like other nutcases who are just on that one track, but it's broad. I mean, okay, look at it this way. Look at it this way. You, 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 most of you know that my genealogy was done and you're not getting everybody because you just can't go back to everybody. From my father's side, um, going up through my uh, grandmother and going back, 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 back in Jamaica, slaves. Places in the world. That where you were, yeah. Now I have to be on that. But let, let, let me just finish saying this one point. Um, my friend from Canada, they have electronic ways and tracing stuff now, documents. So... We found out that there was a in Jamaica with uh, an unknown name slave and started to have, and then he eventually married her. Well, whatever. Um, there was Archibald Sterling, a, a, a pastel portrait artist. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's scurving. I think it is scurving, not like my name, because phonetically you lose. But check this out. On my mother's side, and my friend is doing my mother's side, was black, very fair complected, so there's some white in there also. Um, went back to the 1800s, 1700s, and found out that great, great, how many of her greats? I couldn't even tell you. But there's a great, great grandfather and a great, great, great grandfather, and they fought an uh, uh, army, and they were possibly strong, had strong ties to the clan. So my joke is, what am I going to do? Beat up on myself? Ever? You know what I mean? I mean, I got, I got, I got relatives, you know, forefathers, forebearers that were in the clan. Right? Interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. And, and, and one who on my father's side, not a clansman, but world-class artist, he has a Wikipedia page and everything. Let me pull this up and drop it in the room so y'all can see. And you can go to my site, landscurve.com, um, and search Skirvin Genealogy. Yeah. Really have a Wikipedia page? You're kidding me. Not me. I'm, I'm making a joke. Man. Oh, okay, okay. Don't <laughs> create a Wikipedia page right now. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, I mean, I could because anybody can create a Wikipedia page. What you mean? People have asked me, like, do you have a Wikipedia? And I'm like, no, I don't. They're like, ah, you don't have one. I'm like, so what? You know what I mean? But yeah, you can make one. Anybody, 
It's like having it's like having a YouTube. E- it's like having a Yahoo email account. Nothing spectacular. Well, yeah, no, I know because people can add into it, and I know if I had one, there'd be people adding all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> they 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 eat me alive. I mean, my thing is having enough things to say, you know, on it or accomplishments or something meaningful. But to sit here on an ego level, like I got a Wikipedia page, it's like okay. Sounds uh, interesting. Say it again. Your genealogy enough sounds interesting. Oh, also, you know who I'm cousins with, right? Colin Powell. He's a direct relative. Um, he's from the McCoy clan in Jamaica. Boy, all McCoys are related. It's just the one last connection we have to find out exactly which one of the sisters was his mother. He was my mother's social circle growing up in the Bronx when he was. Right, right, right. So Beasley, we, we, got, we got connections we don't even know about. And that's the way it is with most people in the world. And I just found that to be interesting too because militant and military <laughs> and strategic. Anyway, I'm not going to try to, you know, ride his uh, accomplishments. That surprises me. When you're talking about people and you're calling people crazy, I mean, you're identifying some people as crazy when they're just dumb. Yeah. Crazy is too good of a, of a, of a, of a category, I guess, to put them in. It lets them off the hook. Educated and smart and unworldly and unknowledgeable. Right. You know, when people talk about genetics and the differences in genetics between the ethnicities, mm-hmm. between a black a white person, they really talk very, very, very little and they don't understand genetics at all. Genetics is everything. When it comes to it, it forms your genes that say what size your skull is going to be, how big your hands are going to be, the formation of your mouth, of your genetics or of a person's genetics makeup is their skin color. Right. God, that's such a minor part. Wow. Now, now socially, now socially, we've been indoctrinated into spending more. I've seen people that have sisters. One can be fair and one can be dark, and people say they don't look alike. When if you look at them close enough, you can see exactly like exactly. They really do look alike. Right. But people are so consumed with skin color. With skin color. They are. You're right. But if they understand anything about genetics and how much of your how much of your genetic makeup determines your skin color, mm-hmm. it's probably less than a hundredth of one percent of your genetics. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how inconsequential it is genetically. Now socially is super important. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Everything. I get you. I couldn't participate. I don't have a Facebook account. I couldn't participate and want to look. Wouldn't want to look at that stupid shit all day, every day. Oh God, that would make my head hurt. It's in live time. It's crazy. Plus the news. Plus there is really fake news, and I get into discussions with people, and the do, and they just will tell you matter of factly. So they won't tell you where they saw it. Right. But they'll speak like it's true. Yes. People that are up right now thinking of a fake news story. Yeah. And posting it on a website, making it look real. Mm. Big time. Isn't that something? When you think about it, 
And people take this as gospel. P.T. Barnum said there's a sucker born every minute. (laughs) He still said, never give a sucker an even break. (laughs) You're right. This, this, This video file that I did earlier is only at 13%. (laughs) So I hope it's ready by tomorrow night this time. Uh, The crack guy, you know, but listen, fellas, let's, let's give it five more minutes. And, you know, cause I just want to pop on short. I'm, I'm going to come back on tomorrow night. I promise. And I want you here busy. I want you here. I want everybody else who's here. Um, I'll make the link even before station. And I'll um, put it out there so you know I'm serious. It'll be like 2 a.m. I'm talking about the link for the show to get on the panel because, I don't know, people do it that way when they use Hangouts. Yeah, yeah. And I'll do that. That's no problem. I think, I I wonder, no, it's going to work. But through my audio, it may not come through, but that's okay. Because people who are watching the screen will hear you anyway. So that's good. So I'll, I'll, I'll um, put the link out there. Um, I definitely want to shoot that to you, Beasley, because we, we've been missing each other. And I want you to um, send me your, 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 I had your email address before, and I want you to send that um, to me. And I do. Yeah, I had the email address I had it for 12 years, and I got so much spam mailed on there. You had to get rid of it. Now, now, in all honesty, now, you know, I, I do have your digits, but I would never use it. Um, is it okay if I sent it, like, through text that way? It's a landline. You can call. It's no big deal. Okay, okay. No, no, I respect everybody, and I know, I know your status in the case, so, you know, I have to honor that also. <laughs> so. What's my status? I'm a content provider now. I'm graduating into other areas. Oh, good. I need your advice on some things, too. Because you have a brilliant mind. Trust me. I'm a content provider. I provide content and entertainment. In fact, I'm starting to realize how valuable my intellectual property is because there's people that make videos about the videos that we make. Right. Always take my performances and using them and monetizing it. Oh, that's the worst when they do that. I'm tired of them doing that. I know. Well, you know, like I said, some of it you let go by because it's promotion, but then you have to be in position to do that mainly. Do your stuff, water market, you know, mark it up. Uh, you know what? People in my little social group here on YouTube mm-hmm. that make anywhere between three and $800 a month. Right. And that's not an awful lot of money. Oh, but it helps. It couldn't hurt. <laughs> You're right about that. Gas. Yeah. Cell phone bill. Groceries. Right. Why should I, why shouldn't I take advantage come my way? That's right. Especially when you when you originated those dollars. You you're the reason why they're getting that money. You know? Absolutely. To a big argument the dude on there. And I had to do... He had an argument with him. What, I mean, what, what, what did he say? Well, he took a video and put up on his site where oh. this guy was arguing with me. He was saying very mean things to me. Southern accent. Mm-hmm. So I just... 
<laughs> you tore him up. Whatever. That was what the video was about. Well, it was right. a very popular video, and it got like 9,000 views, which is a lot for my sector, for the area that I'm in, right? Right, right. And someone took the video from his site and reposted it. And, you know, I guess obviously they thought it was good. And I said, did you have permission to use this? No, and, and, and was took the wrong attitude. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate what happened with this fellow. It's not fatal, but he's going to have to spend some time. You can learn <laughs> to be polite because you never know who you're talking to. Exactly. Some exactly. Go out of their way to get why do they do that? I mean, it doesn't hurt to be nice. You know, I straighten people out if I have to, but I don't go all out, you know, because there's a lot of interesting things to talk to, subjects to speak about and vibe on. I'm coming out here to cause things and, 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 and yield power and all this crazy stuff. You know? Spend your time thinking of, of, of topics. Right. Having to... This is a different little area of YouTube. Exactly. Uh, I, I can only speculate why he would do it. Obviously, he was and thought that it could drive traffic to his site. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what it's about with these people? Hmm. That's what it seems like it's about. But I look forward to seeing your show tomorrow, and I'll speak with you later. Oh, definitely, man. I'm looking forward to it, too. And um, I'll probably just crash right now in a few. Put the link up before I go to bed so we have the link. The link will be on the channel as a show that goes about. I'll schedule it for... um. Eastern Standard Time, the same time. What time did I get on tonight? Like 2.45, right? But it'll, it'll be about 2 a.m. Uh, unless I happen to run into like any crackhead video opportunities. <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I'm going to come on in. I'll, I'll grab some video out in the street when I'm in the street. You know, I know how to do that on the plantation legally. Good and, show if you haven't done it before. Say it again? A good show topic if you haven't done it before. Tell me. Let's do it. A prison guard. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Surprise! You haven't. I know, I know. It's a lot, man. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna do that too. We're gonna talk about that too, and I want to promote that so others can call in who do that kind of work also. But um, there's some things I saw a guy. I saw a guy that um, another guy that was begging, and I know him from. About 15 years ago, when he was locked up, he did something really bad, went upstate. So now I know, you know, he's free now, but he's begging. His face is so old now. You, bro. I, I can't, I will never forget. It was him and another guy. I forgot what custody level it was. Special management. Yeah, they were in special management. The area that I worked in. So those are the really rough guys who couldn't really be around. And these two were in a cell together. And I remember we were on a rec yard because I would do overtime and come in early. And when that was done, those eight hours, I'd go to my regular shift. And these guys were, were, were talking to me in the yard, you know? Kept, like, pulling each other's penises through the, through the jumpsuit. I'm like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> What, what are you doing? So they start laughing like, yeah, we suck buddies. I'm like, are you serious? Mr. Mr. Jones. Yeah, for real. I've seen guys go in and, and, and go through a mock wedding 
in the cell at night, brother. And when the morning time comes, oh, I don't know about it, but this is that good of an idea. You're fucking my night up. <laughs> no, wait, that wait. You started it. No, no. And then they, when we had visitation, when we had visitation, where face to face through the glass, right? But now they do it, which I'm not there now, but they do it through a monitor, a, a telephone and a monitor and the people across the street. So they, that way you can't, you know, you were cheating on me, boom. Do this. This, this stabbing each other in the neck. You got to make it love. But I guess it all comes, it all comes together. Well, right? you, you get more guys trying to commit suicide, cut themselves up. You get cutters. You get guys that feel a sense of relief when they cut themselves. I've known guys that you got to watch them a lot because, huh? You got a week learned series here. This shit will go viral. For real. Let's do it. Let's do it. Not just the people that have worked. Right. But the people who have been. That have been in jail. That's right. Look, when I'm thinking of the the so-called black sector of YouTube. Yeah. We have an, we have an arsonist. We have a counterfeiter. Uh, a guy, domestic violence. We have an armed robber. And wow. A, and a crack dealer. To these crimes, yes. You know what? You know, Carlos, my friend who's been locked up for so many years, um, he's up there and he, he's got his hands on people who can add in. You know what I mean? So it could be a hell of a mix to speak on that. And I'll tell you their names, know who they are. Mm -hmm. These are regular people that we hear from every day. We got a counterfeiter. Wow. Arsonist. <laughs> arsonist. Play with arsonists. Arsonists are the most, some of the most dangerous people in the world. Yes. Yes. Because they can burn a building up and kill 50, 60, 80, 90, 100 people. They're the most reckless, crazy people of all. That's crazy. A counterfeiter? Hmm. Hmm. You're right. An armed robber? You're right. No, but, but wait. Let me finish that thought. Um, the two dudes, one of them goes to visitation in the morning time. I worked all night this particular night. That's when I first started. I was asked to work overtime in the morning when we had three shifts. Put me in visitation. I'm in visitation. You know, you got the women coming in. You have some hoochie mamas coming in. And they're like, oh, what's up? So-and-so. Because they know their man is going up. So they're trying to find some reputable, hardworking guy to get with on the FWB, friends with benefits level. But the guy who was on his knees doing what he was doing the night before had a visit from... You got his back there. No. Yeah, so he's visiting her. She's visiting him. But she doesn't know what he was doing the night before. I'm like, look at this. This is crazy. And check this out. Check this out. I was off for that next day. A bouncer in one of the clubs here in Orlando that night morning shift eight hours and had my mind blown that this dude who was blowing this other dude is 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 lovey-dovey and has kids with this chick the dude was hiv positive so oh, so he's in there doing that we stopped him and everything you know he got in trouble like how long was he locked up he had just got locked up come to find out she was I'm. So now I'm working at the club that night, parallel with people's lives. So now 
I'm at the door. I'm the smallest guy there, but I got the gift to gab. Chick walks past me all done up, breasts defying gravity, you know, booty, legs, high heels, eyelashes, nails, everything just there. So tight and so short. So she's in there and I'm looking at her like, and the other guy's like, man, you really were. I'm like, I'm not looking at her like that. I know her from somewhere. The girl who was visiting the guy who had HIV, who was giving oral sex to the other man. And later on, I found out that she's also HIV, right? But we found this out later on. Check it out. She was also a cokehead. So she's in the club dancing. And she leaves frequently. Where's she going? Guys who have coke, they're taking out her out to the car from her in exchange for, you know, the coke that they're going to give her. And that's the kind of club hole in the wall that it was. It wasn't a hole in the wall, but that night was the hole in the wall hood night. So you had shootouts on those nights, different things. At the same time, it can happen at a White House banquet. Oh, of course. No, of course. It's just that it's so evident. You know, it's almost like when you take the fish tank and fill it with dirt and put the ants in there and you watch them dig. So cars like eight times at night. I half knew him. She went in the car with him. And he knows that I knew that he, he sniffs. So I asked him, I said, hey, man, what's up? Didn't know his name. He's one of those guys you don't know his name, but you know him. Come here, man. Come here for a second. I was like, yo, what's up with that girl and you? Are you, you seeing us? Like, no, no, no. I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, oh, man, you know, she hit me off. You know, she gave me some sloppy toppy. And, um, you know, we partied a little bit. I said, party, like, clarify. Come on, man. You ain't stupid. You know. That's the party you mean. Right, right. No, I know. I know. But I wanted to know for sure, you know, make sure this wasn't some Florida slang. So he said, well, you know, she sniffs. I said, yeah, I, I kind of know. So um, she's out there. And later on, I found out she was HIV. And I mean, like, look how, look how, it, how it works. I got a chance within a 48-hour period, her man doing what he does with whoever it was he was doing it with, contact before he got locked up of that status he's locked up she's she's looking for somebody to mess with you got a family full of cocksuckers there <laughs> gave us some cap and gown elia cap and gown <laughs> Cap and gal, that's a new one. Oh, you never cease to amaze me, Elian. But yo, listen. Go with it for a few a few shows. I think we can give you three or four shows. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. You want to do it? You, you, should we do it like go straight through a whole weekend with it? Like like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday type thing? I think, I think between, with your expertise and just the way that you do shows and everything, I think there's enough material calling in with it anonymously with the experiences yes i think you can go face facts we're black if we haven't been to jail we know somebody's been to jail of course of course and we've of course stories that's right yeah i 
I, I think it's got some potential. Yeah, let's do that, man. Let's let's run. Maybe we run it for like a week or something. Just make sure to be there, man. I need you there. I, I, I'll come. I, I promise you, whether I show up or not, that a topic like that will get a lot of traction. Yeah, it's got a feeling. Yes. But yes. Yes. Yeah, inside the penitentiary. Inside the penitentiary. Yeah. Man, look, that, all credit to you, man. All praise to you for that. That's true. That's something that we have that we all can talk about. You're right. You're right. And I used to work it because, I mean, it's like crazy. You know? I think that shit will be hard hitting, cutting edge, gritty. I'm looking forward to hearing the show, and I'm going to uh, let you go in, until the next couple of days. Yes, definitely, man. Thank you so much. And I'll be reaching out to you on so many different levels in the next few days, also. I'm just going to crash, get some sleep. You know, this is my plantation week. You know, I'm going to do my thing. I always appreciate you. Very good. Have, have a very nice evening. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. That's that. Of course, I always stay on longer than what I say. I say, oh, I'm just going to be on here for 20 minutes. How long has it been? Like almost an hour and a half, but not yet. Um, that's a real good idea. Scurvemedia.com. Hit me on the email. Scurve. There's no E after the V, y'all. C-U-R-V media at gmail.com, right? Um, I still haven't, you know, I didn't take care of the phone numbers. When I had one phone number, I got three. So whichever phone number, text me on it. Hit me up. 407-590-0755-407-924-8793-321-310-7326. If you ask me to repeat that all over again, I won't be able to because it is 419 in the morning. Um, I'm going to look like a raccoon tomorrow night, but I will be back on. Subscribe to the channel. Um, what else can I say? Download the app. The app is there. The app has everything. It's right there on your phone. You don't have to go and punch in landscurve.com. It has everything. With the app, there's a part where you can take selfies. Take some selfies. Let's, let, me, let, me, let me see who you are. Send a body part in if you don't want to show your face. An elbow, a cleavage, something. You know, um, you can get that. at Landscurve, phonetically, that's the way, just like Landscurve, the channel, the YouTube channel. You can get that at the Google Play Store, the Amazon Store, and the App Store. It's free, right? And, um, you know, it's not going to mess up your phone. It's not bootleg. It's legit. Why not? You know what I mean? <laughs> this is 2017. But listen, I'm going to sign off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wind down and um, sign off. And like I said, I love you all. Take care. Let's put a little music before I leave out because I got to jump on this chat room, right? Come on now. Come on, computer. You're working so damn slow. Every Friday evening. Every night, not just Friday evening. Radio's hottest talk show. Bringing you the realest, uncensored conversations. With the boldest man on the net. Lance It's almost like a little Hitler salute, which um, that's the way it looked, right? <laughs> What is he talking about? Okay, here we go. This is sneaky, creepy. I'm gonna tip top, tick, tip, tip in the bed type music, right? I'm sitting here. I got scared for a second. I'm, what was my wallet doing out? I'm home. I forgot. I'm in the street so much. That's a daggone shame.
It's like when I was a young guy, I used to run around so much. When I finally settled down and went to sleep and got up in the middle of the night, I'm like, where am I? I'm like, oh, damn, I'm home. I'm so, I was so used to getting up and having to get out of there before the sun came up. That's bad. Anyway, it's been great. Yes, I love this beat, though, for real. I love it. It's in my head all day. Oh, really? P. Marie, T, how are you? Yes, Pam Baker. Come to Atlanta, which is very, very soon. We can count it on one hand as far as the weeks are concerned. But I got to make sure we get the aloe vera growing up, right? Yes, Sweetberry, thank you so much. I'm going to wrap this up. And um, after it's over, good night, Katrina, Sweetberry, Elon, Elon, P. Marie, Pam Baker. Hey, in the house. I didn't even see you there, bro. Tomorrow night, Brother Ace also. We're going to be back on tomorrow night, 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I promise, I promise, I promise. And um, hopefully, we'll have this video up on my street interview with this crackhead. This is 16%. And it's not going to be ready by the time I'm ready to leave to go to work. So it is what it is. Um, let me wrap this up. I don't want to go, but I got to go. <laughs> it's been fun. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, Landscape, if you haven't. Um, it is what it is, just as long as you show up. Even if you don't subscribe. Because I know some of y'all got to hide your faces. It's a man's world. <laughs> anyway, you all have a good night. Know that I love you, and um, I'll see you tomorrow, all right?